Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm once again your host for today. We are with a young couple today. Not that the couple that we met last week was old, but this is a younger couple, (laughs) and they are an older couple. Mm -hmm. So I have with me Caleb and Hannah Pearson. How are you today? Good. Okay. Now, let me explain why you're here. So if you're with us last week and were able to listen to that episode with the McNuts, they shared kind of where God has been leading them as a family mm-hmm. and also as a church and, and their role in ministry of going to the FBC Shenandoah Church. Mm-hmm. And what that does is you would think that leaves a hole and a gap in the youth ministry that Dennis has been serving with over the last several years. But no, there is not a hole. We're mm-hmm. filling that hole with capable young family. Mm. I don't know why I keep saying young. Sorry, Dennis. You know? <laughs> it's fine. Well, yeah. It has a nice, it. Has yeah. a nice ring to it. Yeah. Of Caleb <laughs> Pearson and Hannah. And I want to, you know, what this means to our church is really cool because as, as kind of leadership comes and goes and changes, there's different personalities mm-hmm. and there's different bents of what God has gifted each person with. And I want to get to know you guys. So mm-hmm. that way the the church and parents and families, I'm one. I have a, a youth right now who is mm. in the youth ministry. So we don't start freaking out and like, you know, what are we sending our kids to? You know, <laughs> right. yeah. so this is not a, a cult that we're sending our kids <laughs> to. There's no Satan worship happening here. For sure. So talk to me. I want to hear from both of you guys. But um, Hannah, I'll start with you. Sure. Give us your rundown of history of life, you know? Sure. (laughs) I know you moved here from a different state years ago. Walk me through kind of when did you first start coming to fellowship? Sure. Yeah. um, My parents and I have been at fellowship for probably the last six years or so. Moved here from Wisconsin. It's just my parents and I. I'm an only child. Um, Grew up homeschooled all the way through. And then moving here, I was still a junior in high school. So I was super excited to get plugged into like co-ops and all of that. Didn't really get plugged into the youth group per se, but was very involved in like serving in children's ministry, all of that. Hmm. yeah, love it being now on worship team and all of that, yeah. getting plugged in in all the different ways. But I remember you guys when you first came. I know, it's crazy. Six years ago. Yeah, we started down in F3 Coming and then three kind of swapped all around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> a, little a little sad bit of about bitter. that. A little sad about that. Yeah, no hard feelings. Yeah. Yeah. But so you came from Wisconsin mm-hmm. and did you come from a church background there? Kind of yeah. walk me through, how did you come to know Christ? Sure, yeah. Um, my parents were really plugged into a church um, when I was born. They were on the worship team, actually, which is kind of what sparked my interest in all of that. But I think I was five when I first, you know, kind of made that decision to put my faith in Christ. But it wasn't until I was probably um, 10 or so that I really started to own it for myself. Um, I saw my mom engaging in quiet time every day, mm-hmm. and that was just really inspiring to me. So kind of started my journey there. We ended up actually, um, out of a church home for a while when I was about 14. There was a big church split that we went through. It was really messy and painful mm. for all of us, but um, really growing too. For about two years there, we kind of did home church. And that was really um, a beautiful thing for us to really just own our faith, engage with that, even apart from a church family, um, but also just a real joy to then find fellowship later yeah. and just the community that that brings. That was really essential yeah. for us too. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I yeah. can see your passions coming through of where you serve. Yeah. And that's exciting to see that coming into ministry with the youth, which you're already mm. part of. But mm-hmm. Caleb, I want to turn to you. I mean, I feel like we have these conversations before with our podcasts, but mm. give us something new that the listeners might not know about you <laughs> with your history of growing up here in the church, because you're kind of one of the 
poster children of this <laughs> reaching out to the next generation, preparing and deploying dependent mm. disciples. You have been prepared and now you're being deployed here mm. with us. So walk me through something that maybe we don't know about you and your growing up here at FBC. Yeah, sure. So I met Christ four and a half years after I met my biological parents, Barry and Suzanne Pearson here at the church. And so I grew up in the church my entire life, really didn't move away until college, uh, had some interest in ministry, had a lot of interest in medicine. And so by the time I graduated college, I was very much praying over ministry or medicine. Which, which one of these things is the Lord really hmm. going to continue to open doors for? Graduated with a biology degree, minor in secondary education. I was prepared to teach. And you're wearing a shirt that says <laughs> yes, National Champions. National Champions, yeah. I JMU. won't tell you how many football games I actually went to, uh, <laughs> okay. but I supported them from afar, nonetheless. Um, JMU Dukes. Okay. Yes, go Dukes. But <laughs> yeah. uh, graduating there, and, and I was so involved in InterVarsity College Ministry. And so vocationally, it was preparing for medicine, but all of my time and energy and some of the great works I saw the Lord do in my life was happening very much in ministry and in college. And so... Coming home that Christmas break, Mark Carey mentioned to me the idea of this internship program at church. And one thing I never really capitalized on in college was getting involved in a local church outside of peer-to-peer -peer ministry, mm -hmm. uh, which is now a tremendous value mm -hmm. of mine. I've seen what it looks like mm -hmm. without it. Uh, so started with the internship. And then as, as many know, it was a, a year of internship, a year of part-time, and then a year of full-time. And now with the transition stepping into youth. What does an internship um, look like? I mean, I, I feel like a couple of guys have gone through that and mm -hmm. it might have evolved over the years, but for you personally, what did yeah. that mean for a year you hear it? Yeah, see? and even right off the bat, technically it's called a mentorship program. So I've right. probably disappointed a few people by calling <laughs> it an internship. <laughs> the Sorry. legal people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I need to go through it again. Uh, no, but um, leadership development clearly became a value for the pastoral staff here. And so with me coming on, I had an interest in youth. My parents were heavily involved. So Dennis was raising me up and training me specifically. But this mentorship program was heavily focused on theology, heavily based off seminary and Liberty University classes. Mm -hmm. And so it was nine months where I'm getting exposed to the different areas of FBC church life, but also really diving into the, the conversations and discourse of wrestling through theological tenets and books and stuff like that. And so basically really fine tuning some of those skills that I didn't necessarily get in college. Hmm. Um, and so that really helped almost reassimilate me back into FBC. Kind of like real world, practical mm. life yes. lessons, mm -hmm. life skills of like not being book smart, but street smart. Absolutely. Mm. And, and yeah. I think it was great for the church as well to see where I was at with a lot of this stuff and, and helped me flesh out areas that I w wasn't able to articulate and stuff like that. And so it was very helpful, fruitful, gradual process, I'd call it, to, to get plugged in more and more into youth over the hmm. last few years. And it's so kind of- Give me a time frame. What year was that? Uh, that was fall of 2018. Okay. Was when the mentorship started. Um, and then it would have been summer of 2019 that I came on staff officially. Um, and then a year later coming into- the COVID was, was the full time. And hmm. so been mm -hmm. on staff for two years now. I want to yeah. get more to that, but let's put a pause to the story because I want to get back to you guys. Mm -hmm. So you came to FBC six years ago. Caleb, mm -hmm. you always, always had been here. Mm -hmm. You were at school, then you came home. Mm -hmm. Where did your relationship yes. begin? <laughs> so did not know this person existed uh, <laughs> on the planet. Um, little did we know anytime I was home or visiting or helping with youth, she was right across the hall downstairs with children's ministry. Mm -hmm. But we'd never cross paths until. Uh, never ne saw each never. other. Like, I would no remember contact. seeing that. I never <laughs> saw it. I never saw it until uh, a side of the mentorship. Some of the pastors were like, hey, just so you know, there's no real 
kind of young adult ministry organized here. If that was something mm. you ever wanted to take on, go for it. And it was, it wasn't a part of my mentorship. It was never part of my job. It was more just a, Hey, if you want to do that. And I needed it anyway mm. for mm -hmm. my peer based growth. And so we went for it. And the very first night of Keystone, I had texted just a couple buddies to say, Hey, I'm interested in starting something here at church. Would you be willing to meet with me and discuss what starting young adult ministry would look like? Mm. So some, some people, some community group leaders and pastors knew that I, I had a, a heart to, to start that. But that very first night we had 33 people show <laughs> up and she was one of them. Yeah. And so I had two problems on my hands. One was <laughs> there are a lot of people here and I wasn't prepared for that. The other is, oh boy, uh, <laughs> I'm already crushing on somebody and I'm trying to just start young adult ministry. And so. you're not supposed to, this is not <laughs> a mingle not kind of happen. group. Yeah, yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. Not a so I, I'm like, how yeah. is this happening to me? I can't be that guy that's, <laughs> that's starting this young adult ministry just to find somebody. And so uh, avoided her like the plague for mm -hmm. like a month and a half as this ministry continued to start and grow. And we really got to observe each other in ministry and amongst friends. Mm. And that was very helpful for the both of us. And yeah. so, so that's one version of the story. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that's true. That's my recited I, version. That's yeah. what I'm allowed to ship. No, I need the other version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's true. I was um, still finishing college online. So I actually, he mentioned Liberty classes. I went to Liberty for apologetics major, still finishing school online. So I was very disconnected too, especially mm. only child living at home, didn't really have a social group. So a couple of girlfriends and I, they mentioned to me that this young adults thing was happening and they're like, you know, we're terrified to go alone. So will you come with us? And I wouldn't have gone alone either. So a kind of a pack of us went together and we met that night and definitely hit it off right away. But I also was like, I don't want to be a girl that's just like got eyes for guys or like looking for that at all. So we were both kind of on the same page, but not knowing it that we liked each other, but didn't want to start anything. And so it was just a very gradual, yeah, just hanging out as friends. And it didn't take that long before we started dating, but, but starting it was yeah, starting That's kind cool. of a slow pace. So, well, yeah. just, it wasn't our priority. Right. And we were both at a point where we knew what we needed community-wise, God-wise, mm -hmm. and, and he really prepared that and established that in both of us so that, mm -hmm. that the context in which we met was, was great. And I, yeah. the way I tell people, I'm glad I didn't meet her two years before I did. I praise mm. God for that every day because mm. my heart wasn't ready for it right. and, and my mm -hmm. life stage. And I'm four years older than her. And so mm -hmm. she was still going through college and I was very much here planted and rooting myself. And so we also had to really discover, okay, where do you see yourself and have some mm -hmm. of those more traditional kind of date questions and mm. stuff. But Keystone Ministry is now entering its third year. Um, we dated a year, then got married. So we've been married Four, Four months, months now. Oh, boy. At, least, at least we said the hey. same number. Yeah. Uh, but uh, time flies when you're having fun. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's been cool to see our relationship progress and evolve. At the same time, our peer group in ministry has evolved as well. So Keystone holds a very yeah. special place in our hearts. Cool. Yeah, for sure. cool and, and the wedding, COVID wedding. COVID wedding. Winter freezing cold wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was terribly cold. But yeah, still memorable for sure Good. with our closest family there. So yeah, it was really great. That's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> now you guys are married. Now you're in ministry together. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, and, and we met with McNutts last week, and this is kind of where I want to turn and, and talk about really where y'all's passions are. Where mm -hmm. is your heart in ministry, and specifically with youth and then even young adults? Mm -hmm. So talk to me about like how it, it might appear from the <laughs> outsider looking in that this is all pre-planned by elders. This was all pre-arranged by the leadership of church to basically mm -hmm. be like, okay, we're going to put Dennis in here for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to get shipped off. We've got Caleb and he's going to now mm -hmm. get plugged in. Where do you see that from your 
insider perspective? Was this something that was a arranged scenario or how was God working in your life with that? No, <laughs> would be my immediate <laughs> response as far as the long-term plan and this, the grand scheme of the elders. The elders are on top of it. They're thinking long-term, mm. but I'll tell you, the way the Lord brought me with Dennis and, and mm. the time frame in which he did where Dennis was rooted in youth, Searching for pastors, the Shannon. I came on staff, and Shenandoah Church Plant was an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the context at which the Lord has allowed this to happen, and honestly, pretty progressively, even with COVID delaying things, the church is now established and um, at the point where they're ready for a pastor. And so yeah. that's going to be Dennis. And and it was not something we could have planned for. Even this summer transition, we were prayerfully preparing for that. You know, three years from now, four years from now, I, I, mm. I've been clear on what I see, what I love, what my passion is that's been instilled in me since I was four, seeing my parents work with youth and yeah. how important it is to have a relationship with Christ at that stage in your life. And um, yeah, I don't know. It, it The Lord has been so intentional and n- we have not seen it come in anything past a year. And it's just so cool that the Lord is like one step at a time. I'm going to reveal mm. what the rest of your life is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've shared it with a few people, but COVID hit March of last year. Um, within a two-week period, I got a full-time job, bought a house, and got engaged all within a week. And I remember feeling, <laughs> "That's a lot. wow, yeah. okay, God is not messing around with what he's <laughs> going to do with me in this idle time of unknowns mm. because right. it's unknown. Nobody's 2020 was known. I, I, I firmly believe that. But God provided us with a house. He provided me with a spouse. Mm. You provi- I don't know what else rhymes, but job. it's a yeah. no. job. It just doesn't flow. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, yeah. So, but it, I am just continually in awe of the Lord and how He's provided. And then even, even this transition with Dennis has been so natural, and God's revealed it to mm-hmm. so many different people at so many different points that it it's still hitting me a little bit. Like I watched yeah. the McNutt's podcast last week and just started getting a little bit emotional. Like mm-hmm. now, my mentor and boss is is leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been there with mm-hmm. me. Since vocationally, he has been my Barry Pearson that was there, mm. you know, my whole life, and he's still around, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow, this is now the Lord is making that step, and, and mm. we're here to take it. So it's yeah. very exciting. Now it's real. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't remember if I asked Yvette this question, but I, I can easily ask you. I mean, did you know what you're getting into marrying Caleb? That it's going to be a church <laughs> ministry job? Sure, no. Yeah. There are many ways you'll be like, no. Really? I mean, I don't know. So walk me through kind of where your heart is, Hannah, yeah. and especially now with youth. Okay, right. we, we heard children and we hear young right. adults, but where do you fit with the youth ministry? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just got plugged into serving in youth this last year, um, and I part of me wanted to pursue that because that's where he was, and I knew long term I wanted to serve with him in something. Um, but also, like, I knew a lot of the kids. I worked in Club 56, and mm. I've seen a lot of them go into youth group, and I miss them because yeah, I just cool. like kids. I like young people. Um, and there was also kind of a vacancy in youth worship, which is something that obviously mm-hmm. I have a passion for worship, and I loved, you know, playing and singing at that age. So it's been really fun and fulfilling for me to get to serve with those kids, kind mm. of help mentor them. And then also, um, Yvette has been a a co-small group leader with me all year. So it's been kind of cool watching Dennis and Caleb have this mentorship relationship, mm. but also having that with a vet and loving to see what is it like to be a pastor's wife, learning a lot. You know, I, I come from a ministry family. My grandpa was a pastor, so I've seen a lot of that kind of from a distance generationally, but to have kind of a mentor in a vet has been really awesome too. Yeah, that's neat. Talk to me yeah. about the music, because I know with, with youth, 
it's it's challenging. And I do music right. and working with the same people consistently year mm-hmm. after year is, is mm-hmm. helpful. Right. Youth kids are there for a couple year period and then they leave. What, Definitely. What has been the music life yeah. like been for you? Yeah. It's been a lot. You know, it was a kind of a learning curve for me, I feel like, coming in this year because there were kind of a lot of kids who had been in it for years now and they kind of had their rhythm, but they needed an authority figure. And I'm not that much older than them. So kind of setting up that authority level, but also being their friend was a little bit of a challenge, but they're so talented. And I think this year it's been really cool to see them grow in their relationships with each other, seeing them bond and actually out of the team that we formed this year, um, they started their own like separate band that they just want to hang out and play Mm. music anyway as friends. And so just seeing their relationships grow has been really impactful Mm. to me. And I've, I've loved it. I want to do it again. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing Dennis has done an excellent job instilling is this idea of student leaders. So mm-hmm. we have a student led worship team that has an adult mentor that is is Hannah. And so that's been really cool for me to see from from an outside in. Uh, I'm not talented in the realm of music, uh, <laughs> but she is. And so it's so cool to see, you know, that happen and mm-hmm. see the kids rally behind her at the same time. You know, she's getting acquainted and adjusted to it. Um, mm-hmm. But it, a total God thing, because most of them remember her and, yeah. and no, she's awesome. not new to them right even though the context is to her so yeah. mm-hmm. that's neat to that's see. A blessing. Yeah. so tell me what, what's your official job title like what <laughs> yeah so i'll say what i know and feel confident in saying how about okay. that uh, so I'm, I'm i'm director of student ministries that's my title okay and moving forward that's my title uh i I think a lot remains to be seen on on the what's and wins and the particulars um but the details at which we know now are went out to the congregation in that letter and so we so know if you the, haven't seen it there has been a letter that was at least mailed to pretty much everybody on mailing yes. list that laid out a few different things and this a is lot of transitions yep. yes and so I, dennis and i were explained in there as far as where we're headed so um the structure of, of everything we'll see we'll see what all that looks like um but right now i'm in that kind of weird phase of okay dennis is around less and less so how can i step in more and more mm-hmm. Um, and have that be a gradual process. And we heard last week from Dennis that he's officially starting September 1st in Shenandoah County. So does that mean that's when you're officially starting? That's the official start date at this point. And in the meantime, there's this summer period that you're talking about transition. Mm -hmm. And and now Dennis is is kind of seeing the fruit of his leadership style with me, which is very much um, giving me more and more responsibility slowly, partnering alongside me in some of the responsibility. And now very much he's this kind of on-call resource for me as I'm learning the ropes before he's gone. And, and so I, he, the elders decided those four P's and the long-term leadership development of the church and what handing it off looks like. Mm-hmm. And Dennis has done a phenomenal job embodying that with me. I'm, I'm honored and blessed he chose me as mm-hmm. that and was very clear with me up front and has done that the whole time to where it's not like Dennis is leaving and throwing the torch up in the air and I'm time to stumble and catch mm-hmm. it and figure it out. He is next to me and I'm carrying mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, that it's more like handing off a baton than it is passing a torch. I think you both need to start running a little bit. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. he's let me do that. And, and that has been so cool to see. And yeah, I, I still, I got to try not to think about it too much just because I get emotional. Like he's, mm. he is leaving. His, his yeah. job with me is not done, but it's changing. And so right. it's just wild. To, so paint a picture think. to me of like, what's, what's a big ter- long-term vision for youth ministry? I mean, mm. it, I, I'm a parent, people out there watching and listening are parents. You know, what what is attempting to happen on those Wednesdays or Sundays when you're meeting with kids? 
Yeah. So first and foremost, and this is probably often the most obvious one, but with with Keystone being that next stage for graduating seniors and being the current stage we're in on a peer level, 18 to 29 year old, we really want to paint a picture of that being the next stage of discipleship as far as life stages are concerned, because I know what it's like to graduate out of this youth group and the culture, not on purpose, but accidentally being, we'll see you on Christmas. <laughs> you'll come, you'll sit with your parents, you'll look around. Did any of my other peers come back from cotton? No. Okay, I guess out to dinner with mm -hmm. my parents. Nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that, mm -hmm. but we're missing a mm -hmm. spark of where are my people, right. the 18 to 29s. And so now that Keystone is here and thriving and growing uh, to really double down on and minister to those seniors, grab them right away and say, mm -hmm. here, here's somewhere you can be this summer until you leave. Mm -hmm. uh, and no matter which university you go to, we have people in our group that come every Thursday. We have people that come once a year over the summer, but they still send us prayer requests and mm -hmm. say, I miss you guys. And there's a mm -hmm. network at your home church so really very progressive next steps. I mean, Absolutely. Still mm -hmm. digging into mm -hmm. God's word, still mm -hmm. have a discipleship component mm -hmm. to it, mm -hmm. but t treating it as a lifelong skill. And it's, mm -hmm. I'd call it compatible discipleship because mm -hmm. you do have somebody who's fresh out of college, but not far enough removed to, to not be like, I know what it was like a couple of years ago. Here, mm -hmm. you know, here's what it's like and, and here's what you're up against. Um, mm -hmm. The To have a yeah. young person just out of college that can talk to the person that is in the realm of technology that they were in. I mean, that's something that we've never had. I, I had people pour into me on what college was going to be like, but none of them already having graduated knew what exactly what it was like because of right. every, all, the, all the things we have access to and all the ways, you know, churches and ministry is operating. So we've seen a lot of fruit from that, mm -hmm. um, both men and women in the ministry. And, and that's exciting. Another thing I really look forward to doing is really giving middle school and high school a little bit more of an identity in the youth group, because mm -hmm. even between seventh through 12th grade students, there's a different life stage. There. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it can yeah. be easy to throw them all in together and give a large group talk. But if you're going to give a talk or a lesson to, to identify with a seventh grader, as well as somebody who's 18 years old about to go <laughs> off to college, that's a difficult task. Yeah. Um, and, and it can be easy to kind of lean one way or the other. Um, and so to really bring out, bring about a middle school and a high school opportunity for here's, here's how we're going to address content here for that two years. Mm -hmm. And then here's how we can develop a four year content for high schoolers to really hit their circumstance yeah. and mm -hmm. how it's different from a 12 year old. Great. So, mm -hmm. so Hannah, walk me through Keystone then. Uh, Kayla's yeah. been talking about that of kind of the segue and let's just continue to allow these young adults to grow mm -hmm. in their mm -hmm. walk. Mm -hmm. When does Keystone meet? What happens at Keystone? Sure. What do you guys do? Yeah. So our typical meeting time or most consistent meeting is on Thursday nights from 730 mm -hmm. to 9, um, typically in the church building, but sometimes elsewhere based on people that want to host or we want to go have a picnic somewhere. But our typical evening holds um, a teaching component, a fellowship component, and a worship component. So we have people who are skilled in all those areas and serve in those ways. Um, Caleb teaches. We have Ben Sanford teaches occasionally and a couple other of our leadership team participate in that and then some worship um, that I help with and Ben as well and a few other people mm -hmm. but um, over the summer we tend to lean into more fun activities just because we do have a larger crowd of college mm -hmm. people back cool. and just the weather's yeah. great so we yeah. enjoy hanging out yeah. so what is God teaching you right now in this moment of life and like mm -hmm. you said Caleb within a week <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you got house job spouse essentially kind of lined <laughs> up and now that a year has gone by with mm. that you know what has the lord been showing each of you guys personally through this really big leapfrogging kind of stages of life mm. yeah for me i've just learned that god can call me to something instantly but prepare me for it gradually uh, and that's gonna involve leadership development a lot of patience and prayer um 
tapping into these pastors, these leaders, all these different experiences. I mean, my work life and and the people I work around are just so full of knowledge and experience. And that's something that I'm I'm getting pretty quickly is this job experience, the, the, the mentorship program now, this time on staff. And so one specifically measurable thing that the Lord's doing is, is allowing me to go through seminary now mm-hmm. uh, online and take classes and basically continue that foundation that FBC did such a good job with as far as the mentorship and theology is concerned. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're blessed in this time period where we're, we're newly married, you know, no kids yet, still young in this life stage in this process to go ahead and start doing some of that seminary stuff um, so yep. that as I age a little bit, as we do start to parent, um, school won't be so much on our on our plate as it is now with her finishing and me pursuing my master's. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anna, how about you? What? Yeah. I mean, I would say just trust as a whole is something the Lord has really been impressing on us of, you know, we can make our plans, but the Lord is ultimately writing our story and just taking it one day at a time to to know that he's got it. And as long as we're resting in his plan, we're where we're supposed to be. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, last thoughts, give a shout out to like the upcoming things or mm-hmm. the upcoming events that, that you can point parents and kids and young adults yes. to. So I need to ask you a clarifying question. Yeah. Today's June 1st. This goes up when? After uh, June 2nd? Well, after June 2nd. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you will be listening to this, and we will have just had on June 2nd our mm-hmm. first ever youth end of year senior night paired with our annual Keystone Young Adult Bonfire. Mm-hmm. So the Young Adult Ministry is actually going to be crashing the youth group party, which is mm-hmm. my tomorrow, June 2nd. Okay. So inviting you're, not, you're not spilling the beans. I'm not spilling the beans. <laughs> Today no, for all I, the listeners is sure. Friday, June 4th. <laughs> we did all so. that planning, and then I just like said it here. But uh, it would have already happened. So hopefully just, it went well, everyone. Everyone. Insider yeah. tips on uh, podcasting. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> one on one. Yes. That's super exciting for us. We're, we're pairing Dennis's vision for that next step of discipleship of youth students with the current excitement of young adult ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's happening. Uh, we will also will be devoting some time in a worship service here in June uh, to honor the graduates uh, mm-hmm. and kind of visualize and demonstrate them stepping into Keystone as well. So mm-hmm. to really marry those two ministries and think long term about that continued mm-hmm. annual onboarding of, of these graduates, just so we can even keep tabs on where the Lord's calling them, uh, yeah. regardless mm-hmm. of what your home church, your home school your work job, you know, life's going to be, we love you and we want you to continue to grow in Christ. And how about summer and fall? Absolutely. Trips, things like that coming up as well? Yeah, yeah. We'll do, we got a, it's a busy summer, Mark. It's a very busy summer. (laughs) Uh, We got to plan our our camping trip to the Pearson Farm. We got to plan our river float and then amusement Mm -hmm. park trips. Uh, There's a beauty in, in the freedom and energy that 18 to 29 year olds have. Uh, that we try to capitalize on as far mm-hmm. as what we can do and win. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of excitement there. That's Keystone. Yeah, that's, that's, Keystone. that's Keystone. Okay, so yeah, so youth-wise, so they have... <laughs> Got to keep um, both your hats on. Yeah, there you go. So, me, um, <laughs> so we're doing... A, it's Disciple Makers Multiplied Summer Youth Conference, uh, June 14th through 18th. Sign up is actually live for that on the student page, uh, mm-hmm. fbcva.life forward slash students. But uh, that'll be an excellent time of going through verse by verse the study of First Peter. So in lieu of mm-hmm. what is usually a middle school VBS, we're doing a youth group-wide... Uh, more in-depth discipleship study. So we're very excited about that. Uh, we also have their Camp Unite trip that's been happening every summer. And then we have a, a group of students going with some of our missions team to Arizona mm-hmm. in July. Yeah. And so as far as summer, that's kind of on our plate to kind of juggle and manage those different events. And then obviously with Dennis's transition in mind, there's just a lot of fall planning and, and ironing out what that's yeah. going to look like. And Do when. a big so. youth kickoff. So yep. be prepared for hopefully... COVID-free environment That's and plan. have yeah, we're students planning on for and sure. do a whole retreat over well, the weekend. And then partnering with 
everything else the church is doing. Because I the vision is not for Keystone to just do their own river yeah. float an right. hour away. Let's yeah. come to the July 3rd thing. Let's yep. come to the, get, the Fellowship Together events and mm-hmm. be assimilated into the church. That's something right. we're really working towards. Yeah. So am I, I don't know if I'm missing anything. But I don't think so. Yeah. That's all right. Everything's on the website. It's yeah. all it's Check on the, out website. the website. That's where you go. <laughs> you get it all there. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are awesome. Thank you for being here, letting us get a chance to get to know you a little bit better, seeing this whole of the McNuts being filled by competent, capable, young people. (laughs) Yes, I'll just keep harping on that. It's amazing. (laughs) No, thank you so much, guys. And for all you guys watching and listening online, uh, we'd love to continue to hear from you. So put on the show notes, all kinds of opportunities to ask questions Mm -hmm. fire away. We're going to be hearing from even more um, staff coming up here in the next couple of weeks of what God is doing behind the scenes with our family at the mm. church here and our staff, because it doesn't matter what you might think from the outside. God is the one doing the work mm. here. Mm. And um, I appreciate hearing that from you guys here from the Pearson. So continue to watch and listen. We love to get to know you and until we chat, until we really chat again. I, let me just clarify this. We want Christ to be the focus of your life each and every day. 